this is Kate Magic and you're listening to the Raw Living Podcast. Raw Living is Europe's leading raw foods and superfood supplier and I founded the company back in 2002. In this interview series, I'm talking to some of the people behind the brands that we offer on our shop to find out what exactly is the ethos behind the company. Not just the ingredients that they use and the processes that they use to create the end results, but I'm asking them other questions like how do they show respect for the environment, how do they treat their workers and their relationship to the farmers who grow the crops. All the companies that we work with are putting huge amounts of dedication and commitment into creating products that are benefiting not just you, but also the whole ecosystem, the planet, the people. And with this series, I'm hoping to show insights into that. When you're shopping with these companies, you're really not just investing in your health, you're truly investing in a better world for us all. My guest today is Mark Lester from the Finchley Clinic who produce a very popular range of detoxification and longevity supplements. Hi Mark, thank you for joining me today. You're very welcome. So we were just saying, I feel like I've been aware of your business for over 20 years, probably around 25 years. Do you want to share a little bit with us of how you got started in the kind of health food, health, healthy lifestyle world? Well, uh, I come from a background um, really starts with my father who got into natural medicine in 1956. Uh, and my father didn't do anything by halves. He was a purist. So he wouldn't just... In those days, there, there, there wasn't the variety of alternative therapies. There was naturopathy, homeopathy, and, and a tiny bit of osteopathy and a tiny bit of acupuncture around. And um, so um, there, wasn't, there wasn't the abundance of choice. But my father just would, wouldn't just follow any old naturopath. He used to find the most extreme one who would send him off to go and, go and do water fasts or, 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 or live on, on lettuce leaves and kumis for two weeks. <laughs> um so um lettuce leaves and what did you say kumis kumis oh it's a it was before before you before we had um uh yogurt and and um uh, what's the stuff that is on everyone lips these days that's got lots of different strains in it name has gone out of my head kombucha uh yeah no i didn't mean that one it's a, it's actually a dairy one normally Kefir, yes. Before the days that, that kefir and, and yogurt were, were household names, um, there was kumis. Uh, and it was basically a, a f- fermented, very light uh, yogurt drink that my father had made from unpasteurized organic cow's milk. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm myself not a dairy fan at all. Yeah. Uh, but he was still well ahead of his time with, with that um, in relative terms. And um, so um, then I, I grew up with a very strong tendency to um, uh, catarrhal problems, and I was always getting colds and flus, nothing, anything very serious. Um, and uh, I was completely unvaccinated as a child, um, never had anything serious. But when I became a young man, the Qatar, I wasn't interested at that age at uh, listening to what my dad had to say 
um, I, I, I ended up with, with what effectively was a cold for a year okay. where I just was, I was going through three tissue boxes a week. And um, that's what brought me back to, to naturopathic principles. Uh, and I've st stuck with them um, ever since. Amazing. Um, so the Finchley Clinic, uh, my father actually had a health food shop in Finchley, coincidentally, oh. only about 300 metres from here back in the 1960s. Wow. Or I was even born and um, so it's just a coincidence that my company is now called the Finchley Clinic but it has nothing to do with his health food shop mm -hmm. <laughs> it was the first one in Finchley yeah <laughs> so when did you get started in business um well I never planned to be a businessman but it just sort of evolved from originally I was just seeing people for, for massage and bowen technique and electro crystal therapy and I was just buying a few bits and pieces for, for clients and selling them on with a little bit of margin. And uh, I never would have guessed that I would end up with a business that would get so busy and thriving that I would no longer have the time to see patients anymore. And that even the name the Finchley Clinic would become a misnomer. Uh, so it just started from my therapy practice. But the big thing was um, there used to be someone in the industry um, who had a company called Resonance uh, that wasn't dissimilar to your company or mine today. Yeah. Um, his name was Paul Benson. I don't know whether you remember him. Rings a bell, yeah. Okay, so this was about, he unfortunately passed away and he passed away young. He took all the right supplements and I'm sure he ate all the right foods, but he was a heavy smoker and, and dread, as dreadful as it is, he ended up dying of lung cancer, mm. which just shows that however many supplements you take, you still you still mustn't walk on the landmines. Yeah. I see it. Uh, but he sent me a, um, a, a tape, an old cassette tape, on um, oxygen therapy. Uh, and in that, the 80s? Uh, no, this would have been in the 90s. Uh -huh. um, and that was the beginning of, of what became, really became the beginning of the Finchley Clinic because it made so much sense to me that flooding the body with, with oxygen was one of the core keys to health. Right. What I didn't know, it's not even taught in naturopathic college, I know because I went there, was that the person who, who invented the word naturopathy um, back in the 1890s, um, actually the core, the single most core part of his treatment beyond the fasting and the natural dietetics and the natural sunlight was oxygen therapy. Right. And how did they administer it in the 1890s? Um, well, he was using a mixture of, of the product that has evolved into products like Colasan today yeah. and, and early versions of ozone therapy. Wow. Um, and um, his name has momentarily slipped my mind, but he's the guy who formed the American Naturopathic Association in 1896. Right, and he invented the word naturopath. He invented the word. I mean, there were naturopaths around in, earlier than that. They called themselves natural hygienists and they used other terms, mm. but the word naturopathy was coined in 1896. Wow, fascinating. When he formed the American Naturopathic Association. Mm. And the core principle above all else was the oxygen therapy. Mm. Uh, and as I say, that's not actually even being taught commonly in naturopathic colleges today. Yeah, yeah. Now I always tell people it's one of the it's one of the foundational principles for cellular health, right? So can you explain to people just in a nutshell why it's so important? You can manage for up to a month without food. Uh-huh. You can manage for three or four days, if you're lucky, without 
water, probably less if you live in, in, in the Middle East or something. Yeah. Um, and the amount of time that you can last without oxygen for is about three minutes. Wow. You're in, before you're in real trouble. Um, and it is the single most important um, thing that we rely on day by day, minute by minute, second by second for optimal health. Mm. Um, um, uh, the oxygen um, reacts with um, um, hydrogen in the body by a principle that's a little bit above my pay grade um, 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 to, to, form, um, um, to form energy in the form of ATP. Right. So NADH, which I know you want to talk to me about later, is formed. Uh, it, it reacts. Uh, it is formed by the reaction between. Um, sorry, NADH uh, is part of what forms the reaction with oxygen to create energy. But without without the oxygen to begin with, uh, you've got nothing. And there are various ways of of flooding the body with oxygen. I know that there's already some products that you do. I'm I'm not familiar with them for oxygenating the body. And there's one or two more that you've recently been introduced to by me, which oxygenate the body by another mechanism. Uh, and there's numerous other ways of doing it. You've got things like hyperbaric oxygen therapy, uh, ozone therapy, which itself has many different subdivisions, um, um, various yogic breathing techniques and, and so on. But anything which floods the body with oxygen will pertain towards optimal health. And laughter. Laughter is one of the best ways, right? Yes, that's true too. I uh, hadn't really thought about that. So there was a story of the lady who um, she was given a terminal diagnosis of cancer and she stayed in and watched comedy videos and then went back to the doctor and her cancer had cleared. <laughs> yes, yes. And then was subsequently wrote a book about it. Yes, yes. Yeah, tell us about the Colazan. You've been working with it a long time, right? Yes. Well, before that, I was working with, with a product called Homozone. Uh, homozone was invented in 1898 by two, two um, German um, naturopathic doctors uh, living in America. And um, it passed through various people's hands in terms of who had the trademark for it. Um, and the last people who had the trademark for it, or the last person that I know of, was a Dr. George Freebot, who was a brilliant uh, but highly eccentric, both naturopath and doctor, um, but uh, they weren't really, and I was originally buying that, um, but let's just say they wouldn't, they, they didn't get a very professional service with them in terms yeah. of reliable supply. And I'm, I'm being diplomatic here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't carry on uh, working with them as much as the product was good. So I searched for alternatives and Colasan was, I mean, there's one, there's others around, but Colasan was the one I struck upon and have been selling ever since it was half the price. Uh, I could get it quickly and efficiently um, and, and I got results that were on a par with it. So how does it work? Well, if you look at the label and it says the ingredients, magnesium oxide, magnesium hydroxide, that's true. Those are the, the base ingredients, but through a clever catalytic process, which even I'm not privy to myself. Um, it when it reacts with the acid in the stomach, assisted with a bit of lemon or lime juice if needed, especially for people with low stomach acid. Um, it releases various other allotropes of oxygen. Magnesium oxide by itself doesn't really do anything. 
other than other than empty the bowels. Uh, so it can be useful for help for people with constipation and can be claimed at some level to be a, um, a colon cleanser. But the clever bit of the colosan is that it releases the, the, the other allotropes of oxygen. By that, I'm talking about um, um, peroxides, uh, superoxides, and ozonides. Uh, I could give you the exact chemical formulas for what that means. Can't remember them off the top of my head, but it's those unstable forms of oxygen, uh, mm -hmm. which have the sexy and exciting effects in the body in terms of being, um, well, I, I have to say allegedly, Mm. Anti, because I can't be seen to be making medical claims, allegedly antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial, uh, as well as supportive um, to the immune system. Mm. Um, now, I will add that I know that most of our customers buy it for its colon cleansing effects, and it will cleanse the colon, and it will do it in a way that you won't get from products that you can buy very cheaply just being marketed as magnesium oxide. Uh -huh. um, because those will cleanse the bowel in a sense, or they'll empty the bowel, but they won't oxygenate it. Right. And if you don't increase the oxidative cycle in the gut, then you won't really get the full benefits. Right. Probably very questionable whether you can really call them colon cleansers as yeah. opposed to colon clearers. Right, I get you. Um, so the secondary benefit is a colon cleanser, but most of our people buy it for that or or, 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 or to um, help with their tendency towards constipation. And it's fine to do that. And it's, in my opinion, far healthier to do that than used to use Movicol. Mm -hmm. But it's missing the, but, but those people who do it purely for that reason are not necessarily aware of uh, actually the fact that when you flood the body with singlet oxygen, they will improve every aspect of their health and longevity. Mm. So who who takes it? When is it a good time to take it? Is it something that you recommend people do like once a year or? Well, I would say a lot more than that. Mm. Dr. George Freebot, I saw him taking, he told me he took five tablespoons a day. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't quite of, of its forerunner homosome, which I didn't quite believe until I actually went and stayed in his house in northern Idaho, which, by the way, was in the middle of nowhere. Mm. He wanted to be in the most unpolluted location on the planet, and he probably was. Um, he was half an hour's drive to the near to even, even at least to the nearest tiny village. Right. Um, and um, any, anyway, um, uh, he was he was taking an eccentric amount, I admit. But I, I would say at the very least, everyone should take it for, say, two to four weeks, twice a year. OK. However, I take it every single day. Now, I do have a tendency to constipation and it and people say, am I addicted to it? Well, I'm not really addicted to it. But if I stop taking it, I just go back to how I was before. Yeah. Uh, so I take uh, I take uh, a couple of capsules every single day and in relation to your question as to when to take it the most popular time seems to be for a lot of people just before bed but I'm a first thing in the morning kind of guy uh -huh. so I like to take it as soon as I wake up in the morning uh -huh. half an hour to an hour um go and have a shave have a shower do a bit of exercise check my morning emails bit of meditation whatever I feel like and then half an hour to an hour later I can eat with impunity and if people are doing like a, a colonic or a liver flush, like 
would they take it like before the colonic, after colonic, like both? What's what's your recommendation there? We've got a number of colonic practitioners who recommend it and 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 sell it too. Um, and for every two colon hydrotherapists, you tend to get three opinions, as I'm sure. You know. <laughs> um, but the predominant view seems to be that if you take a relatively high dosage, say a couple of teaspoons, in other words, one tablespoon, or say about half a dozen capsules, but by approximately uh, for two or three days before, you you will you will um, uh, get a much better um, experience uh, with the with the colon cleanse that you have with your colonic therapist. And they'll get a lot more out, a lot more efficiently, and you'll get there much quicker. In mm. terms, of even if you're having a short course of treatment, uh, even the short course of treatment will accomplish a lot more. Mm. What about as part of a liver cleanse? There was a colonic therapist. Um, well, I've lost contact with recently who had a whole program which did involve using colasan but I can email you over his program I've got it on my computer oh, yeah, that would be great um and he thought that was that was just an every bit as good as using epsom salts which is the more common thing that's combined with the olive oil and lemon juice yeah I've heard others disputing it saying no you can't just have it needs to be specifically magnesium sulfate from Epsom salts. And that opens up the bile ducts in a way that you don't get from the magnesium compounds in the colosan. And I've had other people who are colosan and other similar uh, fans of similar products who say, no, 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 that's nonsense. You can, that you can use them both equally well. And some who have even said it exceeds the, the effects of the Epsom salts. And if you want my opinion on that one, the answer, unfortunately, is is that I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, this is part of the reason we got it in because I've started doing group liver flushes with people, and I don't recommend Epsom salts. I think this is a better option. Well, you might be right. I'm I'm sort of on the fence on that one because I've heard different opinions. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I do know there are, I do know there are colon therapists who who will recommend the colosan over Epsom salts. Yeah, I think Epsom salts can be quite aggressive. It's kind of like you were just saying. It's the difference between. How did you word it? It's different between a cleanse and a... Oh, and a clearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, there is one other advantage, which is indisputable, which, of course, is that Epsom salts are revolting. Yes. <laughs> uh, whereas the, the colosan, it has, a, it has a texture rather than a taste. Some people claim they hate the taste, but they can't hate the taste because it has no taste. <laughs> what they, what they find, some of them don't like the chalky texture. Well, that's fair enough. But believe you me, uh, 99 out of 100 of them, um, if you give them Epsom salts in place of colosan, they'll say, can I have some colosan instead? <laughs> and is there any difference between the capsules and a powder? Is that just a personal preference thing? And the whole is just a personal preference. Once in a blue moon, I've had people say they get on better with the powder than the capsules. Uh -huh. I've never had anyone say they get on better with the capsules and the powder. Right. So I'm pretty sure that I know what's going on in that situation. I think the people who say that they, they don't get on as well with the capsules, I think that's a, a pretty much a signal for low stomach acid. Uh -huh. And then stomach acid isn't isn't ripping over the capsule like it should be uh -huh. um, and in those people even though the capsule is fortified with citric acid whereas with the the powder you're recommended to take 
lemon juice or, or, or lime juice or, or apple cider vinegar to, to, to help um, to give you more acidity in the stomach. Okay. To it. I think those people with the capsules who say it doesn't work as well, I'm pretty sure that if you were to say to them, it, take it with a, with a, with a tablespoon of, of lemon juice or lime juice, that then it would work just as effectively as, as the powder. Right. So um, let's talk about PQQ. Tell us what, what is it? It's um, an almost um, unpronounceable word, pyroloquinolone quinone. Uh-huh. And it's a coenzyme, like coenzyme Q10, which is a famous coenzyme, uh, discovered in uh, 1964. And like coenzyme Q10, it is part of the energy producing process of the body. Um, a little bit beyond, again, my, my, my full expertise. Uh, and it does have a, quite a lot of the same benefits as coenzyme Q10. But it does have something that I haven't, uh, it does have a claim to fame that I haven't seen in any other product, including the products it goes particularly well with which is it's the only nutrient I know of that is claimed to promote the growth of new mitochondria. Um, that's the process called my, mitochondriogenesis. Right. Um, I don't know of any other product that promotes the growth of new mitochondria. Um, so the people that listen to this podcast are pretty well informed generally, but perhaps you could just recap on what that actually means. What is mitochondria? Yes, of course, I should have said. Um, so mitochondria are, are the organelles within the cell uh, that are involved with, with the process of the production of energy. And the more, and, and the more, um, and the more uh, robust um, uh, and healthier your mitochondria, uh, the healthier the, the, the cell will be and the longer the cell will live for, and the longer the, 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 the host of the cell in other words, the, the, the human or the animal or whatever, um, will, will live as well. Yeah, so it's it's basically the ageing process, right? It's that general wear and tear that happens yeah. with ageing. And then when we take these supplements, it kind of staves off that ageing process. <laughs> yes, I mean, ageing is obviously a highly complex process and is still and is being studied by all sorts of uh, clever PhD professors and so on. Um, and I'm not saying that PQQ is the be all and end all, uh, but it is it is one of the tools you can use for, for, for uh, anti-aging. And it's also anti-aging, um, not just because of its support for the mitochondria, but it's also a very strong antioxidant. Uh, apparently it's about seven times stronger than vitamin C right. um, as an antioxidant. Um, and that's also one of the, the, the ways in which it's in which it opposes aging. Right, right. So again, who takes it? Who do you recommend it for? And is it something that people take every day? Something that people take every day. Uh, one capsule of 20 milligrams seems to be enough for most people. Doubtless, there will be some people who, who, who will notice an increased benefit from taking more. But in the majority of cases, I think one capsule is, is enough. And I think there's two main areas. Those who want to boost their physical energy and stamina is the first major group. Mm -hmm. And I think that the second major group is those who want to boost their mental energy and stamina. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been associated with in the various tests that have been done, which you can you can look up for yourself on the internet these days. It's easy to find them with with improved um, memory, learning, uh, neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the ability of 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 the of the synapses in the brain to make new new connections. Um, and I know there was one. A lot of the studies are on animals. And uh, which and I they are influential to me, even though I hate animal experimentation for ethical reasons. Um, but I know of at least one relatively major human study over about six months. Um, it was done in Japan, if I remember correctly, and it was on people suffering with what was translated to English as forgetfulness. Right. <laughs> uh, and I so I don't know whether or not that was people with Alzheimer's or dementia or, or, or not. It just said forgetfulness. But uh, I know they were extremely impressive results o- over a six month period. Mm-hmm. So is it generally recommended for the over 50s or do younger people take it as well? Well, I think the younger people would be take- could be taking it, but they would be using it more for the first thing I mentioned. And also because of uh, also those who are suffering from uh, stress um, or low mood or depression, it's also been associated with helping with that. Mm. So I think any people of any age could take it for that. Mm. And obviously it would be the more mature people who would be using it more for helping with preventing um, and possibly reversing cognitive decline. Mm. Interesting. And so what about NADH? Right. So an awful lot of what is said about NADH is also what can be said about PQQ and vice versa. Mm. Um, I've actually got more experience with NADH. Mm. Uh, I'll I'll tell you how I first came across it um, in a moment. But before I do, you probably want to know what it stands for. (laughs) Something um, pretty much um, unpronounceable. It's nicotinamide, adenine, dinucleotide, hydride um and that is the coenzyme form of vitamin b3 which is niacin uh-huh. but it doesn't do the same thing as vitamin b3 it actually does more than vitamin b3 and i've also been told by professor george berkmeyer who the world authority on nadh i'm i'm i'm, I'm a dwarf standing on the shoulders of a giant mm-hmm. um he tells me that when you're taking NADH, don't take vitamin B complex or vitamin or, or um, anything containing vitamin B3. It's that you want to avoid mm. at the same time. I mean, doubtless it's OK a few hours later, but don't take it at exactly the same time because actually they he said he's observed that the results are just not the same. So clearly they, they cancel each other out or they interfere with one another. I'm not sure exactly what the process is, but don't take NADH at the same time. Mm. Um, so um, I got into it when my father was very seriously ill and he was on nil by mouth and unfortunately he was uh, dying at the time. And I was very, very limited for, for choices of things I could give him because he was on nil by mouth, having had a, a stroke and it had affected his swallow mechanism. And I just wanted to give him something to give it, raise his life force energy. Um, and of course I couldn't give him Q10 as far as I knew at the time they were all oral supplements for example mm. and I could give him lots of other things that I would otherwise have given him um, but I came across this NADH and, and, though, and there, there is a, um, a sublingual version mm. 
uh, it is a lot more expensive than the one that uh, that 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 you've taken an interest from me. Uh, but I needed something that I could give him sublingually, um, and and I managed. I can't even remember how I got hold of it or how I heard about it, but somehow or other I did, and I gave it to him, and the results was immediate. When I say immediate, I gave him one tablet, twenty milligrams, and even when I left him in the hospital that day, I thought. I don't know whether it's my imagination, but he seems to have perked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And within about two or three days, he was just had more energy. There was more color in his face. He's he wasn't just dipping in and out of sleep all the time, which is what I've seen before with people who were within the last few days of life. Um, um, uh, within within less than a week, he was sitting up in bed. He was. He was still very seriously ill, but he was sitting up in bed. He was asking me about business. He was asking to, to, to if I could bring him the newspaper. He was putting on the TV and watching the news. He was always very interested in current affairs. And at least with his mental alacrity, I had my dad back. Um, and, and he was literally dying. I've seen people who were dying. I know when they're about to die. Mm. And this product gave him two years more life that he would not wow. Wow. Um, and frankly, had the circumstances been a little bit different and they had a bit more, more, um, should we say, um, family unity in yeah. terms of what I would have liked to have done for him, I could have done a lot more. But nonetheless, in the short term, there's no doubt it saved his life. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, so, um, so NADH is the biological form of hydrogen. And going back to the beginning of our conversation, it it reacts with oxygen in the cells and it produces two things, which is energy and water. Um, And the more energy that's available to the cells, the more energy it can produce, the better it functions and the longer the cell lives. And in theory, the the organism that the the, 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 the cell is a part of. Mm. Now, it is common in, in, in foods not in the foods I eat because it's quite it's, it's rich in meat and fish mm. but you won't get any from your diet unfortunately because it's destroyed by stomach acid the only way of getting it into the body is 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 to in some way bypass the stomach acid uh, there are a few functional doctors who give it by IV it's horrendously expensive doing it that way but it, it does work no two ways about it yeah. um, the way of course that I'm doing it, it is with a delayed release capsule right so delayed release, people think it's slow release. It's not slow release, it's delayed release. In other words, it's stomach acid resistant and it releases the small intestine and that's when it does its exciting stuff. What about, do they ever use it like as a suppository or as an implant? I've never heard of that before. That's an interesting idea. Mm. But uh, I mean, I know, that, uh, I know that people are using coffee enema suppositories now, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I've not I've not come across uh, NADH used that way. So again, is it is it recommended for the same people that would be interested in PQQ? Uh, uh, yes, it is. But 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 there the it does every everything I mentioned about PQQ. You could say of uh, NADH, but NADH has some other benefits that may be present in PQQ as well. But I'm not familiar with if they are and it's still in, and it's not being as studied as much as far as I know uh, so for instance NADH um, is protective of DNA 
and it helps. Um, uh, so for people having chemotherapy, um, which damages the DNA, which is pretty ironic, bearing in mind their DNA already is damaged, otherwise they wouldn't have the disease in the first place. Uh, the NADH will be protective and minimize the, the damage done by uh, chemotherapy drugs. Um, and similarly, it's it been it protective against radioactive exposure for the same reason. Um, and it also helps to break down the harmful effects from um, drugs and toxic compounds. It's also an extremely potent antioxidant. According to uh, another famous author in the natural health industry, um, Dr. Richard Passwater, you may have read, come across his books. He, he claimed it, it's possibly the most important antioxidant in the body. Mm. Um, although there, 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 are, there, are other, um, there are other candidates for that, like glutathione. Um, and um, uh, it's also, it's used for low mood, uh, like PQQ, though I know a bit more about the mechanism insofar as I know that NADH has been shown to produce the, uh, sorry, stimulate the production of dopamine and serotonin. Um, in terms of fatigue, well, with my father's mental fatigue and brain fog and lack of mental alacrity, it, the results were immediate. And I've also had chronic fatigue sufferers, fibromyalgia, uh, tired all the time sufferers, whatever you like to call them. Um, um, also um, uh, report very good results. Do people use them in conjunction? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think they, I think they, I think NADH and PQQ are natural bedfellows. And I'm sure you, you yourself do um, a, a coenzyme Q10 product or two already. And I think it goes beautifully with Q10. Mm. Um, there are, and anything else which is supportive to, to mitochondrial function. Mm. So the, so the three together is a really good combination. I, I think so. I think so. Mm. Um, there are other things which I haven't tested for myself yet, but things like aspartic acid uh, that I would I would speculate would be helpful. Oh, it's also been claimed by some people that um, um, the, the amino acid tyrosine um, uh, will, will, will goes beautifully with NADH. And I've a few can't have a few times recommended people to take it with with tyrosine for that reason, yeah. um, as well as tryptophan if taken at night time. Okay, and I'm going to choose my words carefully. But have you had any experience in the last couple of years of people using it for the things that are challenging to health in 2020 and 2021? Well, a lot of. Uh, I, 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 a lot of people at the moment are, 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 are suffering with what they're calling long COVID. I think that's a ridiculous term. Yes. We've had, we've, we've, I think, I think post-viral fatigue syndrome, which has been the term I've known yes. for the whole of my adult life. What was, what was wrong with that term? Yes. Um, and for any form of post-viral fatigue syndrome, I don't care whether it's COVID or any other type of, uh, I mean, people are often very, very tired after having the flu or the cold. Uh, it will help tremendously with speeding up the recovery, as, as, as will PQQ, as will Q10. But NADH is my favourite one of the lot because it's the one I've seen the fastest and most consistent results with if I had to only take one to a desert island. Mm. <laughs> mention its role for all neurological illness uh, or neurological damage so whether it's um whether it's damage to the brain from a stroke whether it's parkinson's disease 
where if you Google, well, don't Google, don't Google it, YouTube it. If you YouTube Parkinson's disease, NADH, you'll see for yourself some videos with some remarkable results. Mm. I mean, really remarkable. Mm. Um, but any, anything neurological, and of course, in a sense, fibromyalgia and, and, and chronic fatigue, at least according to some uh, models, are considered to be neurological. Anything neurological, try it and see how you get on. Amazing. So fascinating. I love how, yeah, I mean, this is the best side of science, right? This is this is real science. <laughs> well, um, and actually, since while we're mentioning it, one area which is also very interesting and promising, it's not the area I use it for the most because there's other products that seem to come to mind more readily when people ask for recommendations, but um, menopause. Uh, there was a study done in, in Austria and Sweden with 49 women who had uh, symptoms of, of menopause. They were given a very low dosage, only, NA, only 10 milligrams. They were told to take it for three months. And um, apparently, I, what I read was that all of them experienced relief oh, to some degree or another from their menopause symptoms. Oh. I find it hard to believe that 100% of them experienced relief, but that's, that's, that's the claim. Mm, no, I can believe that. Yeah. So that's another one, one to to consider, or mm. another area of health to consider. Mm, brilliant. Well, thank you so much, so much, Mark. It's really interesting, and I'm looking forward to getting to know the products a little bit better. You're you're very welcome. With all of them, particularly NADH, there are whole books out there that you can read, and many many published papers. So you can people can do their own research. Yes, and find the real science, <laughs> the real health science. <laughs> yes. Oh, one other thing I'll mention: look up NADH for, for for high blood pressure. Tell you what, let's 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 leave it there and let people research it for themselves. <laughs> find it. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Mark. You're very welcome. Bye now. Thank you for listening you can check out the products we've been talking about by visiting raw living rawliving.co.uk and if you haven't got an account already then do sign up you get five pounds off your first order and also please do like subscribe and share this podcast it really does help <laughs>